Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Touchdowns All Day with John Barber, the podcast. We're going to open the show with a little music today. I think in the spirit of throwbacks, I wanted to play this early, early demo of who's in charge. Primarily because I have all these demos clogging up my computer. I don't know what to do with them, so I might as well play them for you guys. So this is what the song sounds like. Very early in its career. Very simple idea, some drums, a little bit of synths, a little groove. And I'm going to do this for the next couple episodes, play you guys some early demos of stuff. Because they do change in some interesting ways. A lot of you who are familiar with Deep Playa Trance. take a section like this and I'll just jam on it for a while and Aaron and Mark come over and jam on it and we'll have the send it to Alan he'll play over it you know we'll work a section like this into what it is today which is a little bit less playa trance than this There you go, folks. That is maybe 15 versions before the final version, which you can hear on Spotify, all streaming networks, YouTube, etc. From one of our new albums that we're making, we're making a couple new albums right now uh, for you guys because we want you to have cool tunes to listen to. And I'm here in my hotel in Grand Rapids making a podcast for y'all because I think I figured out how to make a podcast from the road finally. 
And, uh, you know, just because it's football season, we got to bring back touchdowns all day. You can't have the touchdowns all day podcast without football season. And I just wanted to throw out a little tidbit. I learned something really interesting this week because I found out how the NFL does their schedules. And I just want to say to all the college football people listening right now, the chair people and all that stuff that are listening to this podcast, the NFL has the best teams from last year play the best teams next year. That's the way the NFL does it. So one plays one, two plays two, three plays three. So this is already a thing. It's just not a thing in college football. Where we were talking on the podcast maybe two years ago or something. I think it was 2019. It feels like a before pandemic conversation. This feels very before pandemic. This is a before pandemic episode of the podcast. Before pandemic, we cared about things like football. Post-pandemic, we'll see. Football, I think, will be fine, you know, because it's great. But still, it does feel in the back of your mind like, eh, it's not quite as important as it felt before. And college football needs to keep up with that. And to do that, college football needs one to play two next year off of this year's rankings. And preferably the year after or two years back or something like that. So we talked about this on podcast game five. We hope you survive. Call all your college football representatives and let them know game five. We hope you survive one place, two, three place, four, five place, six from last year's rankings. The NFL already does it. And this is what's wrong in college football because you get have the same four teams at the top every year and they don't play each other next year. Think about that. That's the problem, right? If if all the teams that were great last year had to play each other next year, then some of them would be eliminated and new teams would be up there and we would have a nice rotation of teams and qualities and squads and talent and people from all over the country. It would be much more fun. All right, that's my college football rant. I am excited for football season. I know the NFL preseason just kicked off. We have uh, Devontae Smith and Jalen Hurd on the uh, Eagles now. I mean, come on. Am I, am I watching this movie over and over and over again or something like that? You know, this is my college team is now my pro team. I don't know. I don't know. I, it's hard to be. It's hard to not be an Eagles fan living in Philadelphia because it is very contagious. It's hard to be a Giants fan, period. Like, what's going on over there? I, I can't even. Like, when I look. It, it just. I feel like when I watch the Giants, I am watching my childhood. And it doesn't feel like a team anymore. I wish those guys would get it together and win a couple Super Bowls. I know they got it in them. So let's talk about the podcast. We are going into the crate here to try and get you all some cool pre-pandemic stuff because we're kind of doing that right now with the podcast where we did Karina Reichman post-pandemic, we did Karina pre-pandemic, and we're doing the same thing here with our roundtables. We have two roundtables from pre-pandemic. And it just is kind of cool to listen to this because we talk about all sorts of stuff. We talk about O.J. Simpson, we talk about Game of Thrones, the Bee Gees, Ram Jam, the role of the invention of the bathtub and the fall of Rome. We talk about all this hilarious stuff in these roundtables, and it's all pre-pandemic. So you get an idea where heads were at pre-pandemic. It's literally right before the pandemic hit. And it's a little bit, you know, it's a good time to bring back out the Game of Thrones conversation because the House of Dragon has launched on HBO. I don't know how many of you watch that, but it seems like the plot of little girl destined for the throne but not allowed to have it in the world that she lives in wasn't that the plot of game of thrones so the plot they're like ooh, the plot of house of dragons is is exactly the same as plot of game of thrones but without all the cool characters I i don't understand what's going on so i'm excited about the show to be honest with you because i just i like this whole giant dragon imagery tv shows that have a lot of mythology i like the tv shows where there's a lot to go on where all that mythology is really well thought out i don't know why i like that it's a dna thing or something i have no idea we'll see we'll see we'll see after uh westworld's view that robots are too dumb to run the world and would destroy the whole thing and that that very dystopian output of that show which was just a lost cause from season one 
We'll see if House of Dragon has this, you know, joie de vivre that you're all looking for. I don't know if it's going to or not. I don't know if the football season's gonna have the joie de vivre that you're all looking for, but Biscuit Tour is having the joie de vivre that y'all are looking for. So let's just get into that real quick. Real quick, uh, shout out to our sponsors. If you're growing weed, you need seeds, Immaculate Seeds. Thank you for sponsoring the show, Immaculate Seeds. We have some biscuit shows coming up in September. We have uh, September 8th at the Grand Opry House in Wilmington, Delaware. That's like a local show. I mean, you got to go to September 8th. September 9th and 10th, Soundstage, Southside Stage at XL Live in Harrisburg, PA, with Dogs in a Pile and Yam Yam. So finally, I get to meet those guys. October 27th. Spirit of Swanee Music Fest, October 28th, Salvage Station in Asheville, North Carolina. October 29th is the Norva. November 10 and 11, Infinity Music Hall. November 12th, MGM Music Hall. November 13th, Sherwin Theater, Strasburg, PA. November 18th and 19th is the Eastern at Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, We need all the Atlanta heads to show up. The Eastern is a cool new venue. We've been dying to play it. Two nights there is going to be massive. We need everybody in Georgia to come to November 18 and 19. Everyone in the Southeast has got to come to the Eastern Atlanta, Georgia. Got to come to those shows. We'll figure out a way to make it super special for you. And uh, we'll probably debut some stuff, which has been our new strategy. Do you like our new strategy, fans, of debuting stuff all the time? Are you looking for more, like, theme shows where we dress up the same or... You know, where we do other interesting things. What are you guys looking for? Tweet at us with at touchdowns all day and let us know. Just let us know, folks. I read the tweets. I try and favorite them and stuff so you know I'm reading them, but I read them anyways. Gotta stay focused on what the fans want. You know what I mean? Stay super focused. So this episode, you might remember in touchdowns all day episode 28, for those of you who want to go back and check it out. We did this thing called a round table, which was uh, myself, Brandon Neward from BroBible.com, who's an infamous jam band fan, uh, Chris the Swedish Fish, and Crunk Mike. We all sat down and we, you know, hung out, made jokes, relaxed, just totally chilled, and left the mics on. And we made this round table. That was episode 28. And we also made two more. And then when the pandemic hit, we just didn't put them out. So now we're gonna put them out with this episode and next episode are gonna be all about the round tables. And frankly, I think these are the, these are the good ones. These are the funny ones. So check them out. Do you want us to do more round tables? Is this a cool thing? Tweet at us at touchdowns all day. Send us Instagram responses at touchdowns all day. I don't know what's our Twitter at TDAD baby. It's all so confusing. Yes. Um, so, anyways, that's the wrap. Here we go. We're going to take a walk into pre pandemic comedy land for two episodes in a row. I'm going to cut both the podcasts from the road. Uh, so that's what's going on here and we're gonna play some shows tonight Grand Rapids and we're playing Sacred Rose tomorrow in Chicago and I do have to practice for that stuff too so I'm taking a second to whip out a quick podcast for you guys so we got something going on Uh, big shout out to our sponsors Immaculate Seeds because they are back sponsoring two episodes of Touchdowns All Day they uh, they we have a ticket giveaway with them two pairs of VIP tickets Drive over to Grow Active Solutions on Hartford Street in St. Louis and grab yourself a pack of Immaculate Seeds. Mention touchdowns and get a free pack of Immaculate Seeds. Basically, if you go into Immaculate Seeds and buy some seeds and then say touchdowns, we'll figure out a way to give you something. You know what I mean? Why not? Why not? I mean, that that's that's a touchdown right there. You go in, buy the seeds, we're, we'll give you something. So Immaculate Seeds works with some of the best cannabis breeders in the country to offer a curated menu that growers and farmers can trust. Home, the services are home grows, farms, medicals, autoflower, feminized, traditional seeds, clothes, DNA testing kits, which confirms the gender of the cannabis plant, which uh, is a big deal. You know what I mean? You need them to be females. Uh, 20 to 50% off everything on the menu. Mention touchdowns all day when ordering. Get a free pack of seeds. 
Uh, check out their link tree, Immaculate Seeds. And if you want to send them an email, send immaculateseeds at gmail.com. So thank you, Immaculate Seeds. We are very, very psyched that you guys have offered us some St. Louis community to our podcast. I think we're enjoying this Midwest little bump that we have going on with people in the Midwest. We're playing shows in the Midwest. Everything's happening in the Midwest. And, you know, next up is California. We did a little high Sierra, and then we're going to go out and do some West Coast stuff. So good times to be a Biscuit fans. A lot of new music, a lot of new stuff. And here is a sampling of our Touchdowns All Day Roundtable. I hope you enjoy it. And just quick disclaimer on this because, you know, it's a sensitive world right now. Um, you know, all these guys are, like, at least on the spectrum a little bit, you know? And everybody's a little weird. And none of us are professional comedians and nothing that we say make any sense or is a representation of anything at all. Uh, it's just, we're just, we just literally left the mics on while we were just hanging around having fun. That's it. So... Enjoy the show, and we'll see you after. We're mass communicating. We're mass Over. Let's, should we? I'm so. I'm let's so introduce. Let's, been, introduce I, 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 let's introduce ourselves. Let's introduce ourselves. So everyone knows who the hell's just rambling on. I'm Crunk Mike. Help John make touchdowns all day. And we've got a couple bros here at the Oasis Pond Studio. Uh, I am Brandon Wenner, the uh, publisher of BroBible.com and Jamman fan. <laughs> I feel like that's the only way I can make sense of myself in this situation. <laughs> it's the only reason you would be here, frankly. Probably. Yeah, but you're not really Jam Van fan, right? I come and go, man. You are? <laughs> is uh, is Linda Ronstadt a Jam fan? <laughs> no, no, just kidding around. She's yes, Linda Ronstadt. We're going to take Linda Ronstadt. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> For sure. That, you should add I, that I, to I, the Biscuits cover you. list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm John Barber, podcaster extraordinaire. Nice. And... Uh, oh, Chris, oh, yeah. the Swede. Oh, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. What was it, Chris? The, uh, the Swedish Chris. What was the Swedish dumb? Chris Mafia. <laughs> <laughs> I call you the Swedish fish, but that's good. Chris the Swedish Chris fish, fish also. Yeah. I'm also Chris the Swedish fish. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. We need some help, man. This is fucking weird. Dude, sometimes when I hear you and I laugh right together, we yeah. like reach this synchronicity that is too. <laughs> 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 And that's how we broke your window. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> that's why your window's broken. Sorry, <laughs> it wasn't my fault. The was your fault. You know, this morning I woke up and I looked at that window and there was a handprint on it. My God, what? And I matched my handprint to it to see if it was mine. Oh, was but it? I don't know how that happened. Well, outside, outside or inside? It was inside. I think. I think I was working on that amp and I put my hand on the window and didn't notice it, but. I also don't know if that even happened. Well, OJ Simpson doesn't live too far from here. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> yeah, Brent was right down the street. He's, he's probably not allowed there. Hey, he's anymore. got that Bronco. He's mobile. <laughs> <laughs> My friend lives like right by the stab house or whatever, the murder house, the, the OJ house. Yeah. We were drinking. We went and like walked the dog and like went by it when I first moved to LA. It has this like super creepy. It's owned by somebody different now and it's all overgrown like a jungle and it's just. Can you feel it? feels vibe? like two people got murdered the, the there. Bottom, man. The bottom floor is a Chipotle, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he's like so aggressive these days in yeah. like everything that he does. Yeah, like, he's a free man. He's a free man and, you know, knows that he can push the envelope with just one tweet on like anything. What's that tweet? The glove don't fit. No, it, it's like, it's like, hey, like, I'm, I'm dressing up as, you know, whoever for Halloween and like, boom, instantly. Killer costume, OJ. <laughs> <laughs> it's content. He's so good for trolling. The costume murders. <laughs> I'm have to totally f- murdered that joke, OJ. <laughs> I know what I'm doing when I get home tonight. <laughs> Following OJ and fucking well, he trolling gives, He him. gives fantasy football advice that is to die for. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, his whole like posse in Vegas is like legit boys with like Brent Musburger. So like he's constantly hanging out with like Brent Musburger in Vegas, like just because he can't leave Nevada. 
that's his whole like parole can't thing. Can't leave Nevada yeah. at all. He can't leave Nevada. I guess if there's worse places to be. <laughs> that's where you're gonna die. If you're gonna die here. If you're a murderer, OJ. OJ might not kill you, but you're gonna die here. Someone should remake the intro for The Simpsons, but with like OJ Simpson's like a safe house, like The Simpsons. Instead of he's on this mountain hideaway, just like I don't know, like on a golf course. You're in Las Vegas. He was acquitted. That's all I know him for. An absolutely murderous rusher (laughs) on the football. I I met Hollywood OJ last night. I met Cuba Gooding Jr. last night. Amazing. Yeah, at a bar. He was nice. I knew his uh, brother, Omar. Where where, where was that at? He was totally normal. Nice fellow. He seemed great to me. I didn't know whether to say, like, you're, you're the best Tidwell. OJ humanly yeah. possible. Yeah. Your OJ depiction was murdered. Like, you I don't think know. he gets that a lot? Yeah, I don't know. You that shit, I could have pretended like I was like, I know who you are because everybody does, but I'm not going to say anything, but his OJ murdered. <laughs> Slayed it. Before all of that Stuck came it. out, I saw him at a Super Bowl party where the DJ brought him on stage, like Cuba oh, Gooding Jr. Wow. brought him on stage that he was about to play like OJ. You know, club trash environment, and everyone's and everyone's just like, oh, Jay! Uh, freaking out on him. It was great, but also Snow Dogs. Wait, did Cuba, Cuba, Cuba Gooding Jr. bring it? No, he was going to go because it was just it was announced. It was just, that, like, it just like, was like the big news of the week. The big news of the the entertainment news of the but week. He was not he was dressed be, as OJ. No, he was oh, like yeah. partying. He was like he was like having a great he was time. Like he was trying to meet people and have fun. Right. <laughs> How do you dress as OJ? I'm good. I mean, last night he was wearing. Like overalls, okay, and like a yeah. jacket. So that's how you dress as Cuba Gooding. Yeah, hell yeah. That's I don't know what works. change you need to make to that uh, that outfit to go OJ. Wear a glove that kind of fits. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hold, a, yeah. hold a knife and like a, a girl by the hand, and ro- roll up with your own Cato Kalen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, Cato's the man. He is, yeah. <laughs> the, like that Cato scene in uh, in the Cuba Gooding Jr. like thing where they're in Santa Monica and he's just like rolling up with like a car full of babes uh, like it's the most kato thing you can imagine <laughs> kato killen was one of our first really weird celebrity twitter followers mm. called bro bible so he would retweet bro bible stuff and like comment on it what? and everything like that and we would just be like sure like fucking kato killen of all people is an endorser of our, what we're doing here yeah literally one of the most famous people in the world for no reason for at no all, reason except just, oj murdered exactly. and because it was the timing it was like that whole generation that i'm in and like you know it's like the the digital analog switch like he was the first like sure. celebrity from like just who kato killen who happened to like be you know what i mean the like prob- here's yeah. my problem with kato like, killen I think, even though I know Kato Kalen is, I think Kato Kalen is the little Asian dude who used to jump out of the <laughs> ceiling and attack the Pink Panther. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's Kato exactly. Kalen. Whenever you say Kato Kalen, I almost think about that guy for a second. It's Green Hornet. Yeah, yeah that, that was the guy. That little guy who shows up and kicks the shit out of the Pink Panther. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, no, no, it's guy. the weird surfer bro that I was with OJ, who's famous for no reason. Why was he even... What, did he live in that bar or something like that? Plastic surgery. The guest, yeah, it was the guest house yeah, guy. Who, who else follows Bro Bible? Uh, Chrissy Teigen is yeah. a huge one. Yeah. She, well, she used to be a huge one. Uh, she like actually used to write for us before she popped off. She's pretty like, fucking hilarious. She's so funny. So we used to have this column called Ask a Babe. Yeah. Way before, I don't even know if she was dating John Legend at the time. She would just write relationship advice uh, and go totally unfiltered on it. It was right. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Tell Chrissy's been a huge fan. actually. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> she's great. Yeah. Um, she's funny. She says, pl- like, tweets Plinko and, like, shows her trying to cook fucking pizza rolls in an oven where they're just, like, falling through the racks and shit. Yeah. She's just a mess. It's funny to watch. Like, she owns it. Totally. She does. She's, she's made for Instagram. It's yeah. like amazing. Made for it's Instagram. amazing. She's like content. Her personality. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I just it's like she's got that like edgy, hilarious <laughs> thing, but she also kind of wraps it up nice at the same time. Like yeah. some people are super edgy all the time. You can't really follow them for more than a month because it's like enough already right. with your super edginess. 
She and herself is, you can taste for a minute. Yeah, she's kind of like a pizza roll, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, there's a lot of molten stuff in there. Yes. You know, the that's outside. just delicious, but you can't just have that. You don't, need a little breading around the outside. Don't eat it right out of the oven. You will burn your mouth. <laughs> burn your mouth. <laughs> like Spicy really concept. fucking bad. Yeah. You three to four days. You're not gonna, you'll have one and done. This for three to four days on that one. She's so strong and covered in breading. Oh my god. <laughs> is, that, is that oregano? <laughs> I smell the oregano. Chrissy Teigen must be here. (laughs) You smell delicious. (laughs) Chrissy, you smell delicious. Why are you with OJ right now? (laughs) What a team. Chrissy Teigen's like, I brought the pizza rolls. Meet me at the glove store on 16th and 17th. That's the CSI team I want to see. (laughs) Chrissy Teigen and OJ. (laughs) Chrissy and OJ. (laughs) The Chrissy and OJ show? I'll watch a show. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) You got the spicy package that's wrapped up nice, and then you have... The spicy package <laughs> that we tried to wrap up and keeps getting out of jail. <laughs> it's a pizza roll that falls apart. Yeah. Brought to you by Totino's. <laughs> oh my God, did OJ get out of jail again? Yes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Someone call CBS. <laughs> Somebody close the Isotoner store right now. Does this make those gloves? Were you ever a glove wearer? That's why I've never seen the purpose of wearing a leather glove. Unless you're murdering someone. (laughs) (laughs) Or you're like Dan Marino or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like what do you wear that glove for? Like driving. Yeah, driving Driving. in the 1930s. Yeah, like like driving a Ferrari, a little mini Ferrari (laughs) with no top. In the winter with like goggles on. (laughs) Scarf blowing in the wind behind you. But Isotoner is like a knockoff driving glove. So, yeah. like, really, what do you wear that for? <laughs> Isotoner is the custom American like, leather glove. Yeah. For the American idiots in the mall. Push it and push in your, like, station wagon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or murdering a family yeah. member. Yeah. <laughs> and one of your waitress boyfriend. Yeah, or murdering, murdering <laughs> someone over 30 years older than you. <laughs> You know? yeah. Yeah. Murdering someone who's an easy kill. You can use yeah. the isotoners. Yeah, if you if it's up, up, under thirty, you can just you know get a regular glove. <laughs> it's a special. A nice fine. mitten will do. Yeah. 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 The mitten usually helps to play. You get the mitten with the little foldable fingers yeah. on it. That's how they murder people nowadays. Sending this to the cops. Screenshotting this and texting it in. Don't call me. Have you ever had somebody like say, I'm screenshotting this and sending it to somebody? I have. I think so. And it pissed me off. Yeah. I was like, you little bitch. What part of your genitalia was it a picture of? <laughs> no, it was like just like it was like a work buddy of mine and I was like saying something like he was being a real dick about something. I was like, Why you gotta be like you know, like I brought you on this job. He's like, I'm screenshotting this and sending it to our boss. I was like, You are a bitch. I mean that's a that's a little bitch move. Yeah, I was like I was like really, bro. We can't just like. Were were you texting about the boss? Like he's such a great boss. He's the best boss I've ever had in my life. What what a hunk, you know? It was like I'm sure it was total hunk. We were. I was like trying to switch switch like uh, shifts with him and like take the opening shift so I could go to like an LAFC playoff game or some shit. He was being a bitch about it. I got him the job in the first place, and then he was like, "That's harsh." Yeah, he was like, "I'm screenshotting this because I called him out." He was like, I was like, go right ahead, you little punk. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. That's brutal. Do it. You can fake that guy text sucks. conversation. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to work like, with literally, that Literally, that guy sucks. Yeah. <laughs> not going to work with that guy again. Not going to recommend him for a job. You should send a fake text message meme out of him saying crazy shit to you. <laughs> there are multiple websites you can do that. Yeah, it's that's like a whole phenomena. Like, what, memes? It's like, no, you just like make like it looks like a text message because it's in the bubbles. Oh, so it's yeah, just Photoshop, yeah. like whatever. They have those like and conversations like, not between real. like a it's shark. Not real. They don't even use those bubbles anymore. Yeah, I don't They're even do that. Bubbles like, in 20 years. You're just ready to screenplay. <laughs> <that work>? Yeah, <laughs> word yeah. art. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to talk about this. It's a really hard subject that people have trouble with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was all this text message. Yeah, text y'all are using carrier pigeons. Yeah, like, man. I, I can't, <laughs> I can't send an emoji on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. 
no. let's let's describe our favorite emoji in great detail. That no, it's, it's yellow, <laughs> and it's got hard eyes, but it's also got the face of a shark. <laughs> and there's water Language dripping will down evolve from to snow. that point where we have like the equivalent of like what an emoji looks like in a podcast somehow. <laughs> Think about it. Like, it's like a post-speak world. Yeah, like, no, there's like emoji. Like, my friend, like, dropped off Facebook for like seven years. He was like, cool, since I came back. Like, the only thing I retained from reading, I didn't, not reading his post, was that the one thing was like emoji responses. Like, you can actually respond to somebody. And it's like a whole sentence with like one emoji. Oh, for sure. It's like sure. the next language. Like, I language my dad was like a computer programmer, and he was like, dude, this emoji shit is like driving computer programmers crazy because it's yeah. like, Everything's ones and zeros, and then you add in like pictures, and it's like I could probably do it. the uh, The Chinese have been using emojis for their language for a long time. So, so the Egyptians, like, like, shit's been around. Yeah, yeah. You talk we're about just finally it. catching up. <laughs> Americans, you've probably sobered up long enough to realize you can send somebody a happy face. <laughs> they were like, maybe we should paint on the phones like they did on the walls, of Egypt. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's when I send the Panda Express, just a, a, a frowny face. I get orange chicken every single day. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I mean, we're talking about the Egyptians a bunch tonight, you know? It's like hieroglyphics. They were just like big eagles, big like, you know, pot and ras and stuff. And yeah. our boy Osiris, you know? Osiris. They were communicating with pictures all the time. A boy. <laughs> So, Brandon, you brought over what? You, what'd you bring over? That is the Game of Thrones uh, Johnny Walker, both Fire of Ice. And what's the winter one called again? Song of the Stark. Yeah, that's Fire is Targaryen. Stark family. Stark. Ice is Starkies. Yeah, and they're two totally different blends. They're both no fantastic. What it is. No, they're, the, yeah, the, first the ice one. Seven delicious. parts of it were great, and then the eighth part just sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe just cancel my HBO immediately. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> I don't want it ever again. I've never drank whiskey that made me drive to drink as much as that. <laughs> After that eighth, I was like, somebody was like, "Oh yeah, it's this show on HBO. It's good." I was like, "Yeah, fuck you." <laughs> the bottom part of this sounds. Like it tastes like George Martin giving up. <laughs> it's, 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 Let it's, me die. It has the faint aroma of the the writing door room closing, with yeah. him walking out in season what was that six or and a half or something. I can smell the uh, the bathtubs filled with money that nobody got out of to write yeah. <laughs> Fucking giant's milk of money, sir. Would you that like was to get the best part in the whole? Series, the, giant? the, the giant's milk, where oh yeah, where the guy was talking about suckling the the giant's teat and it made him strong. The redhead dude, oh uh, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, he, he had some great lines. He, he, that, he was classic. Wait, that's the some... part you liked. Yeah, yeah that's hilarious. the part. You said, that <laughs> was the best part of titties. <laughs> <laughs> a, a man's titties. That's the part that you like. <laughs> I really started getting 80 hours. <laughs> that's, I mean, when was, I, that's when I took my pants off right there. I was I mean, watching. Uh, I was fully clothed. We're gonna. I'm gonna have fucking Miss Lisa in the other room play back the clip when we go live. And you, you know, I can't do the joke, but it was a good joke. <laughs> the, the Giants milk. <laughs> it made him strong. She suckled him with his with her teat. Oh, absolutely. She laid with him, <laughs> gave him strength through her titties. <laughs> My favorite thing about the end was like when all these like just bad conspiracy theories about like Game yeah. of Thrones being Terrapin started what? like, sir, yeah, it started being, like George R. R. Martin. He's a dead dead, dead, dead yeah. head. Yeah. And uh, when uh, is he Bob Weir in a fat suit? Let's be <laughs> I want to know more about Bob. That. Bob's not supposed to know. <laughs> is that why Bob's hitting the weight so hard? Yeah. He's trying yeah. to shed those. He's trying to exactly. He has to lose it all from winter to summer tour. <laughs> Did Direwolf? They got the songs. Yeah. Yeah. Let's be honest. There's a lot of clues here. Okay. Anyway, sorry. No, that, I mean that's all there is to it. I'm just like you know, there was like a night where I was like, man, the story arc of Terrapin and where Game of Thrones is going are just not lining up. Like, it's not... It's like, where is the electric like, Kool-Aid acid Yeah, test? I'm like, it's... <laughs> I see it. I see the bridge. I see the thematic connection there. But I don't see the conclusion lining up the same way. Well, I mean, <laughs> the, the, the eighth season is 90s Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a strange thing because I... 
played Terrapin with the guys in the dead. So mm-hmm. I kind of should know something about the song. And the only thing that happens in the song is the lady throws her fan into the fire. Yes. Lady that's all, the, that's the whole song. Terrapin. Yeah, then they just yell Terrapin over and over and over again. I'm gonna throw my fan. <laughs> Terrapin. <laughs> into the fire. That's like how much acid were those guys on when yelling the word Terrapin over and over again was a great idea. For I think a that song. might have been a better, a a better so Imagine the record label meeting when those guys came in and were like, our new hit. This is our new hit. <laughs> Terrapin. They're singing it. They didn't even, why did you like, guys play guitars? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, they're probably with their mouth. Yeah, but that shit slaps. <laughs> the record label exactly. That had to like, be wild, though, in the era of like Led Zeppelin, where like you're like, yo, Led Zeppelin's already doing this weird Lord of the Rings shit over here. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's like, what, what, what is it? I think it would have been a better finale of Game of Thrones yeah. if everybody would just like had a bunch of acid and just like seeing what happened. Well, like, <laughs> always. You know? Just like yeah, that would have been great. I think they did that. It was the episode where they didn't turn the lights on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah but that's like, <laughs> that episode looks amazing. They were like, they, 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 was you a, know, they shit down. They turned like, all the lights on and put on the Almond Brothers. <laughs> a lot better. <laughs> Daenerys lives and rides away to to fucking sweet Melissa. That's sweet Jessica Jam of Daenerys. <laughs> and then everybody takes their tops off, dude. That's what I would have done. Yeah. I would have been HBM. <laughs> the ending game through. Competitive <laughs> ending, I think. I think competitive. competitive. <laughs> we can do a reboot, maybe. Like, just bring it back. Yeah. That's kind of what, like, The Sopranos did in that, like, that season where, like, Tony got, like, popped. And, oh, uh, allegedly, dude. We never allegedly. Met. No, 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 no. Allegedly. That's the finale. You're allegedly, the, there was the season where he got shot, and then he went into like a dream sequence for like for. Oh yeah, you thought he died. Like, two, yeah, you thought he died, but it was he was like in three Costa episodes, Mesa, and, and you're like, yo, this <laughs> is some. Yeah, you're like, this is some. This is ridiculous. Who ever thought like? Oh, it's fantastic. It's, yeah, those are the best episodes, and it's like Steve Buscemi welcomes him into that mm-hmm. house, and he's like, "Come in," and that's like the final frontier. How about when he like, fucked mm, the lady with one leg? Now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> were you not like, "Whoa, didn't see that coming"? So I mean, I'd say she's the best. Did he, did he like he take had no it, other leg at all? It was like a prosthetic limb. Do you remove the limb? I think he took it. That's what yeah. I was about to say. I Russian, think that's dude. what made it funny. He was like, like "Yeah, I think that, that was that was the kick." That was yeah. the laugh. You were like, "Oh, he's doing it." The lack of a kick. That was the one. One leg kick. <laughs> it was. He was like, "Hold on, let me take this off." That's a good soprano. I mean, song. honestly, if you're gonna have sex with a one-legged woman, it's might kind of a well. whole another game. Might as well take. It's the leg a whole. Off. You might as well take the leg off because See that's the got. only time you're gonna get to do that. That's, in your a, entire that's life. an angle you can't get with you're two never legs. Never gonna get that with the normal. <laughs> You're on another level at that point. Yeah. Oh, you obviously don't hang out in the burn ward like. Yeah. <laughs> right. So what's shaking? <laughs> I, I don't do that. Lanolin, thirty-five dollars. <laughs> get some lanolin. 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 Isn't that like a that uh, one of the string dusters plays one of this? Right? Yeah, <laughs> he rips on that. Lanolin is when you play a mandolin that's made out of butter. Yeah. <laughs> that shit third one melted tonight. Yeah, halfway through the first song. Damn lanolin. I didn't play over my bread. I play over my bread and put it on. I can't the believe it's not mandolin. Oh, Black Manny. It's like, oh, Black Manny, land a land. Oh, Black Manny, land a land. That song still blows me away because that's you guys should cover that. the most popular song in the world. And because I only of heard of it like five years ago. <laughs> what? Yeah. I like did it. I heard it five years ago. And I was like, oh, that song's interesting. Did- and then everybody, then I went to some party and they played it and everybody was dancing. And I was like, what is this Black Betty song? Did you like, I missed did it. you Damn. never just like exist in that world that listened to like classic rock radio? Like I did. Dude, I'm in a band. I was born in that world. <laughs> no, no, no. But like, but that was I know such, every like, single song that, in that no, world. but that was such them. a classic rock radio song. Missed it completely. I think, <laughs> I think Blow brought it back, obviously. Oh. Yeah. Oh, the movie? Yeah. Because I was in oh, Australia. I, in- I was in no, Australia, in the north part of Australia, at some like, island resort 
that the Chinese people go to. So it was just me, and then there was these Chinese people in what the hotel. What was the resort's name? Just emoji? It's like a Hilton <laughs> in, in <laughs> Ham- <laughs> Hamilton Island is where it was. Okay. Enjoy. So Google Hamilton Island. It's a really great place to go on vacation. We go to the hotel, and I'm sucked into cricket in the lobby. I can't stop watching cricket. Oh, yeah. I just sit there. It's it was India, Pakistan. Can't stop watching this. I'm like transfixed by cricket. I don't know why. I think I was just tired. It's the bounce. It's how they. <laughs> it's like hypnotic. Like <laughs> I just got into night. it. Next thing you know, like four days went by, and I'm watching the the thing, and they t- t- strike the TV, and they bring in this little DJ, and all these Chinese people come in for some kind of wedding dinner thing. I have no say in the matter, and I've been watching cricket for th- four days straight. Because this game's going forever. I don't even know how to keep scoring cricket. They took away my little mesmerization drug. So I'm talking to these people. And while I'm talking to them, they played the Black Betty song. And everybody went to the dance floor and went crazy. That's amazing. And I was like, what song is this? This is like the new hot song. And the girl I was with was like, no, dude, this is like a dumb song from the 70s. I remember the first time I heard that song. But it's pretty good. That's insanity. Because it was... Three years down, ago. Down, That's absolutely down, down, insane. Down, down, yeah, I didn't even know what you're singing right Dude, now. check this out. I, I'm, I'm sure you have. I feel seen like the that's the song that like a lot of the music video is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's the song that a lot of phenomenal. babies have been made to. The music to video and, like, is next level. Dude, the lead guitarist was like he's kind of this strangly Ram looking jam. dude with like big blonde hair and then like uh, horn rimmed glasses, and they're all standing in front of like a trailer park, and they're just ripping. But the thing is, you know, like most seventies music videos, they're all obsessed with looking cool and shit, and like how big can the guitar solo be? These guys are like licking at the camera and stuff, and like getting weird, dude. So you know, I think that's why that song stands the test of time, dude. Is because video, the video, and also. It's just like it's a song about just being a goofball, dude. It's just about like down, 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 down. You know what the lyrics are of that song? Oh, Black Betty! I didn't even know what that means. I just thought, oh, Black Betty, hey, hey. Well, it's very similar to like, where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Oh, Black Betty, down, down. You know, they're like very similar. That kind of like honky tonk. We're dancing around a barn type music. Black Betty had a child. Got damn thing gone wild. Yeah. Ramblam. We used to have this like joke in college that like it was like. Nothing good could happen when you're driving a car and that song comes on because like yeah. that the 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 impetus to just just gut it. Just go yeah. like yeah. just push the limit. Like, and also is, you're probably in, in a tractor. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's a lot more. <laughs> With gonorrhea. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Do you never sit in shorts on a <laughs> We had this like college part, like ranch style house that we were renting out, and like one of my friends, Kevin, like he never like really had girls over, you know, and he had one in the room, and like we were jamming, we were partying out in the house, and like we could start, you know, they were starting to make noise back there, and we like so we put on Black Betty and like just cranked it, you know. An hour later, he comes out of the room and he was like, "Oh, dude, you guys like you guys put on like Black Betty like right when I was like just fucking." Hit it, 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 it like took me to the next <laughs> level, and it was like, like Fuck yeah. And she said five times her name was Puerto Rican Sharon. <laughs> He's like, not in this day and age, still, it makes me laugh. Are there, are there any laughter like, extends across generations? Are there any like, really China, good covers of it? Yeah, like I don't think there resorts. are any really good covers. They like, love the song, yeah, I nuts. think the biscuits should play Black Betty. As well. I, I don't no. think there's a good. Have you been to China? Yeah. It's not even a real song. The fact that you guys like no. the song is an anomaly. You guys must have brain tumor. It's a brain tumor thing going on. Oh, that's what that uh, yeah. yeah, my doctor actually called it the black medicine. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, like in the seventies you had two songs to choose from. Terrapin Station or Black Betty. I chose Terrapin. Like, what the hell? I think it's also more than a woman. I chose Terrapin. There's a third option. What was the third one? More than a woman by the Beatles. More than a woman. That was your choice. The Bee Gees get a lot of flack. They're, they're, they're pretty cool. good. Yeah. Dude, they started out as like a Beatles knockoff from Australia, dude. And uh, then all of a sudden, like. I thought that was produ- the monkeys. Uh, well, it was a lot of them, dude. Like okay. everybody was trying to knock off the Beatles once upon a time. But then all of a sudden, like, this producer got a hold of them. They're like, hey, your harmony is great. It's kind of like an Eagles type thing where, like, the harmonies just sound so good. They're like, your talent's being wasted on the psychedelic stuff. Make a disco record. And then they got on Saturday Night Fever, killed it. 
That's who awesome. Was, who, who was that person? That's so cool. Uh, uh, a person I just made up. For yeah. the sake of the story. They no, sound like a winner. Dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But they, what does that person think of my band? Best band in the land. <laughs> can, can we, should we make a disco record? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Dude, disco's We're back. We're great for the Bee Gees, I gotta say. Disco, Dude, yeah. I don't think making a disco record could have possibly worked out any better for them. No. no not at all, man. Dude, they're like perfect. multi, yeah. like, they want multi plat like, Saturday That's theaters. what I'm saying, like, whoever that was, it was like, disco. Did, yeah. did the yeah. Bee Gees ever have to, like, tour? Did they, like, dude, of course, they dude, just were studio musicians, right? They must have just, yeah, they're still touring. Yeah. I think they were mostly studio. A lot of people don't yeah. know this. The Bee Gees are three brothers, right? Uh, Barry, Maurice, and Andy. And ooh. well, no, it's four brothers because Andy had a solo career, and then the other one was Robin Gibb. So there are four brothers. Andy was doing his solo thing, and then the other three brothers were the Bee Gees, dude, who had that awesome, awesome, like iconic harmony. And yeah. then that's why they, they saw those yeah. three. They're like three dudes who sound exactly the same, almost like a Beach Boys from Australia. Yeah. Put that shit together, make a sick disco record. And then, like, look at, dude, go back and look at Saturday Night Fever. You know, she was John Travolta, but dude, those songs those still kick. Yeah. Those yeah. hell slap. Yeah. All of them. And they kept, dude, like, check out some of the early stuff, too. I don't know. They, they were just turned out. We're going to play some Bee Gees for you. Yeah. Early, early edition. <laughs> Deep cuts. Should but that be BGs. my uh, the Bee Gees expert, Chris Lynn? Oh man, <laughs> I played the Bee Gees song at the acoustic shows last year. I played in the mind of the morning sun. Uh, I hear you smoking in the pouring rain. Beautiful. That song was great. Sure, they were on the dry eye in the house. Yeah, no, there was no dry eye. They were pouring water over their head, <laughs> trying to figure out what the fuck they just paid for. <laughs> the sprinklers. <laughs> Show <laughs> a little fire in the back. <laughs> yeah, seriously, every fire alarm in the place was pulled within eight seconds into the song. It, it was the riot police coming <laughs> with tear gas. I got hit in the face with a tear gas. Can. That's why I perform in riot gear. Yeah, <laughs> and the band played on. <laughs> no, you got to continue making music even after the backfire. <laughs> It'll survive the backfire. That must be weird, though, to sing and sound like the Bee Gees. You know what I mean? Like, when did they figure out? When did they start singing together and be like, oh, no, that's crazy. What what the fuck did we just do? It was out of the womb. (laughs) They came out and the doctor was very disturbed. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) The doctor's like, none of them have a normal voice. (laughs) (laughs) They should join him. These guys are boy band or bus, let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) It was was the the birthing doctor. He was like, you know what? Disco album. <laughs> Disco. These three That's right it. here. That's it platinum. Right there. Multi-platinum. And then mom was like, Listen I don't know. Cries. I just, the doctor said that to me. Remember that one time when the doctor said that? I just think the boys are destined for platinum records. <laughs> wow, I wonder how much the Bee Gees and ABBA hated each other for that top Ooh. Oh, they had to Ooh. absolutely hate you know, I'm, t- I'm team Bee Gees. I'm, so I'm team Bee Gees. Can we find that out? Can we get them on the podcast maybe like oh, i think so for sure yeah, that was ABBA. blood's encryption dude. yeah that, that was, was like gang wars fucking biggie, dude. Yeah. like but abba and bgs dancing but, yeah. queen yeah, they yeah. were like they were like what the biggie. fuck is that abba song and the bgs y'all, y'all look like a real beef <laughs> the disco supremacy of the called 70s. dancing queens <laughs> yeah yeah dance. dude, like I they mean, had like, to have super fans right like yeah, they had to course. have like people abba, that were like, abba was like there's ABBA, some cult yeah. ABBA, ABBA people. But like, I'm sure there's cult BG people. Like but Chris like cult BG people are what I'm fascinated by. <laughs> like, you got me what? thinking big time, man, because like ABBA has obviously like two major motion pictures based on their music, yeah. right? Like Dancing Queen yeah. 1 and 2. Or oh, Mama yeah. Mia, Mama Mia 1 and 2. Yeah, but yeah. now, like, where's the Bee Gees version of that, dude? You know, right? Like, they, the Bee Gees are starting right there. Fever. They're right starting there, Fever. Yeah, they, well, that's the yeah. thing. Does Saturday Night Fever take away from the overall like? cultural significance of it because it's like Saturday night fever. Like you're collecting a, think about it like a lunchbox. Are you collecting the Saturday night fever lunchbox? Or are you collecting a lunchbox? Lunchboxes all day. You know, yeah. I think, yeah, you're seeing John Travolta when you think of the Bee Gees. Exactly. Not yeah, exactly. Very, That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Cause like, honestly, like I didn't really understand that the Bee Gees did the entire soundtrack of Saturday Night Fever. Solid point. Solid he, uh, point. Well, the, the lead yeah, singer. Yeah. In fact, I'm kind of, 
Did they? I'm blown away that you guys even know. Did they? Yeah. I don't know. Did they? Yeah, well, no, they, well, Chris, our resident BG, so, so <laughs> our resident yes, BG's course. expert. <laughs> what do you Because got? he's Swedish. Our, BG our, our, all, yeah. our all the songs. Well, no, Dude, did you write an oral BG. history? <laughs> <laughs> what does BG mean? BG. <laughs> he told us that already. <laughs> Background. Oh, okay. Dude, well, here's the crazy thing. Y'all ready for the big plot twist? Wait, the Bee Gees are from Australia, but guess who's from Sweden? Abba. Fucking Abba, dude. That's right. Oh, of course. So I'm a betrayer of my own kind. <laughs> Truly hates the Bee Gees. Under the I, I, so. like, much like the prisoners Britain once sent to Australia, is, I do flee to where the Bee Gees Is Abba? <laughs> I don't want to change the subject, but I've been thinking about this all Please day. Please don't like, change the subject. Is Abba... Stay here. Is Abba... We're in, the, we're in the pocket. We're in the pocket. Okay, go He's in the pocket, guys. Is <laughs> Is ABBA where Sweden's rich history of electronic dance music started? Yes. Yeah. Unless we're wrong. Has to be. Yes, unless we don't know what we're talking about. Well, where's Kraftwerk from? Right. Kraftwerk's, you're right. I don't know where Kraftwerk's from. Germany. 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 Dude, that was East Berlin. That was back like Soviet Union shit, dude. Like the wall came down. That was communist dance music. And it was. It really, dude, they were like, they had to go underground. East Berlin still has that sick, like, out. Oh, I like, would like you to dad. There's a lot of, like, deadheads out there that love ABBA. The like, this, ABBA's like a, a sneaky, sneaky, they're a sneaky, like, dad. It's a dance group. The robot yeah. would it's like da- you to it's, dad. It's, it's, a, it's a thousand percent a dance group. <laughs> yeah. That's a great song. Hey, you know, who doesn't like the robot would like you to dance? I'm just made this song now. It's gonna be a huge hit on the 1984 dance scene. <laughs> what? You the should retroactively like release dance. an album like from the hidden files that yeah. is all music you made now, but be like, we have been, I've, I've dug this deep since 1984. It's been back here. I made it when I was in East Berlin, living as like a pickaxe man, shoe shoe cleaner, shoe cleaner. Yeah, of course. And then, of course. but now this comes to light now, and then bam! All of a sudden, yeah, that Todd Terrier craft work craziness going. I'm just like, I'm fascinated yeah, by that. I'm, I think like. Yeah. You know, it's dope that like Sweden has just embraced the fact that like, all right, like we make we make fucking dance music. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would love to try. I also just watched like an Avicii, like a lot of Avicii stuff today. Avicii. So like, I'm like Avicii's very in my head right now. <laughs> yeah. He's got some bangers, man. That was a oh, sad. Swedish, that was right? a sad. Also one. Swedish, yeah, yeah. That was a sad one for so, sure. But. Sweden and Norway, dude. It's a, it's just like the long nights there, right? You know that that's the time. Oh, that, that's and, and the drugs. We're just partying till dawn, and you don't realize it's dawn, and then you just go, and then you walk out of the club. It's probably like eleven thirty a.m. Yeah, like three days after you. <laughs> you don't know what day like, it Where is. Am I? Yeah, but it's like the sun never came up. So what can you do? You know, it's the all time party. Scandinavia. I was really sad when Swedish House Mafia broke up. Like, did they break up officially? No, they took like a four-year hiatus. Ooh, I think it was in bad. 2013 was when they when they were really the best at that whole they dance were the movement. Best they were like that. that movement was really popular because they were great. And then the second they bailed, it was like, oh, this shit's cheesy. Like, right. oh, it's like, oh my bad. god, this is cheesy. What happened? I, how did I not know this? And they like nailed such a like great like production concert cycle yeah. where they were like, all right, we're gonna release a record cool, now we're going to do, like, three shows. And then it's like, oh, we're going to release another record. Now we're going to do, like, a couple of shows. But, like, their shows were, like, 80,000-person shows. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like when Outkast stopped rapping. You're like, wait, what? What happened to rap? Yep. Did you ever see that Key and Peele sketch about, like, why Outkast doesn't tour anymore? Uh-uh. And it's, like, big boy sitting in there, you know, like, true Atlanta. He's like, from Savannah, like, you know, he, he's hanging out in this coffee shop. And then Andre 2000 comes bustling in in his Robin Hood cap. And it's hey. like, oh, take a fishbowl full of Gatorade. <laughs> and they're like, hey, what's up, man? It's like, so do you want to get back together? It's like, no. <laughs> because no. there's a dichotomy there. I mean, like, yeah, what was it? Speaker box, the love below. All of a sudden you see that, like, yeah, yeah. Big Boy puts out a trap record that's tight. Dude. It stands up. But then Andre 2000 starts putting out Hey Ya and, like, great, yeah. like, transcendent pop hits. But at the same time. They're divergent, man. Those are, those aren't the Yo, same groups. Yo, that know. was yeah. so cool though to own the double disc. Oh, of, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was dope. Like you're Two like, different. oh, this one thing is this, and this other thing is something different. And how cool is that? Each, 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 and they were like yeah. versus each other, kind of, but they yeah. complement each other. No, I mean like each yeah. and each side had like three legitimate song, like really good oh, songs. Sure. You know, three more than that, but like they three do, three offerings mom, from each they, of them. That my were mom loved the big boy side. Yeah, yeah. Was, really was the Big I Boy mean, side the one with my favorite, awesome. the jazz version of my favorite things on it, with like this like I crazy like 
techno breakbeat thing on it. He was doing a lot. You know what I'm talking? There's yeah. like there were a couple like straight up instrumental, yeah, like tracks on that. I remember I played it for my dad. I was like, ooh, it's my favorite. Big boy's got like, like a, there's a what? lot of <laughs> Big Boy stayed at. I mean, there's a lot of like solo big boy stuff that like follow us and like some shit he did with George Clinton and stuff. Like yeah. Uh, yeah. That one is like, I blow my smoke in the air, shine blockers. Big boys, but they need to Andre back before, you know. And they, that needs to happen. It probably will. Yeah. Before we're gone. Yeah. Dude, but the Yeah, what happened? Uh, they broke up? Yeah. I think they put Andre's an album out yeah, later together, that, and it was They did good, that right? huge festival they, circuit they tour. They probably did one more. I yeah, but they I haven't think they done did it. one more, like yeah. after the breakup, they came back yeah. together and did another one. And it was there, like, no, a couple yeah. years ago, they did a the whole outcast re- where they did like Coachella, Lala, like they did all the like crazy they? soft no. ticket like shows. Yeah. Wow, you gotta do soft ticket shit. I mean, they made a shit soft ton tickets. of money. <laughs> How long did you do soft tickets for? I did soft ticket shit. What? How long did you? Would you say you were in the soft ticket pocket? I'm still in soft ticket. <laughs> for sure. I mean, you don't care Easy how money. it does. That's where you want to be. Fucking great. Look. And they pay you through the teeth, and you only have to play like seventy-one minutes. Right. Which I know playing three and a half hours is great and all, but seventy-one minutes is kind of dope because you get like a whole night to do yeah. shit. You can do three songs. Dude. You can yeah. do, I can do three and a half songs. Fuck yeah. yeah. I can tie on a keyboard solo and a guitar solo. Damn. Out of there. Game set. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, guy with laptop. <laughs> ABBA. <laughs> ABBA with a laptop. Disco Biscuits and then ABBA and laptop. Followed by Ram Jam. <laughs> with their one song. And in the late night tent. <laughs> <laughs> they do the whole color spectrum, Betty, actually. <laughs> it's yeah. a yeah. We have Betty. red, black, yellow. <laughs> What's your favorite soft ticket to play? Uh, we're playing Electric Forest this year. Oh, that's, that's right. Soft. That's all right. I think that's Super worth squishy. Yeah, that's worth it. I think it's sold out already, though. Yeah. Really? It's sold out in like eight seconds. Where is that? Michigan. Uh, it's in Michigan. How right. long has that been sold? Like, that thing always sells it. That is a monumental festival. It's like Jesus really? Festival, right? I don't know. This year it sold out. And no. it's gotta be right now. the promos always look monumental. Like just the cool shit, dude. Like, what do they? They, they got VIP sections and like their design and stuff is through the. It looks like yeah. It. They, have yeah. This, they have this forest which is really lit up and stuff like that, and people take acid and walk it's through the forest, place and they don't come no out. Way. Like, <laughs> yeah, all my people are like, wait, you played the festival? I'm like, yeah. What happened to you? They're like, I know we walked into the forest, and now we've been been there for four days. Lost in the forest. It's just like. We wound you know, up in Vancouver. You've had my phone the whole time. You know that, right? What bands did oh, you see? Oh, sorry. I don't know. Give man. me a hug. <laughs> Dude, I think that's like a. I think Bass Nectar. That's on like the. Well, bass String Cheese is always top billing, and then Bass uh, Nectar is like right under them. Is it? I don't know. I, this year, it's String Cheese, Bass Nectar, Diplo, Major Lazer, Us, and Big Gigantic. Oh, Major Lazer. Yeah. Diplo's going to bring Major Lazer in? Oh, Diplo, when he plays festivals, sick. he goes as both himself and Sometimes, Major Lazer yeah. because. I mean, yeah. I mean, when you're Diplo, I think you just dude, put shit like that. It's just yeah. time. <laughs> Not only does he show up in both, he demands full payment for Could you both. imagine? Yeah, you major, know that the major person laser is like him and like his boy. Like when you show up with yourself right. and your craft yeah. work cover. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know that He's like, wait a second. We have 7 billion views on our last song. Yeah. Like, okay, you're okay. You know that the right, person is in that. Party <laughs> deal. Yeah, why not? <laughs> You know that the person is in that crowd, though, that like just wants to see Diplo and is like, yeah, I'm good on Major Lazer. <laughs> like, yeah, right. And you're like, yeah. and that's like, that's like really funny. But if you're, <laughs> if you're Diplo and they're like, how about 150 grand? He's like, how about 300 and I'll bring my boy. I'll tell you the truth, we tried that with Tractor Beam at Electric Forest this year. Nice. You should late night Tractor Beam tent at Electric Forest. We tried to have them book Tractor is Beam it too and late? Disco I mean, Biscuits it's, separately from each it's other. Never, it's never too they late. They said maybe. It's and never too late. They just said no. Yeah, but it's but not, it's just because nobody's heard of track beat. You can always yeah, but next year they don't need to, they don't they don't need to hear about it. Electric Forest, if you're listening, you don't need to hear about it. You just need to put it as a late edition in a late night tent, and then the word will get out. And it's it'll amazing. be a fucking party. So. Don't worry, all the organizers are still lost in the forest from last year. Yeah. Hey, guys. <laughs> I, I, no, nobody, it's nobody's right. out of the forest yet. They're looking for food. This is on a, this is on I don't a know how they announce speaker. a show in the forest, but they pull it off every year. <laughs> carry your pigeons. I tell you, they launch one off. Sorry, this is Seriously. on a loudspeaker in the forest. <laughs> you send tractor a, beam, guys. <laughs> late you night. Send a, you send a carrier pigeon to Facebook, and they post everything. Yeah. Right? We were talking. I mean, dude, maybe Brandon. this is set. It's tractor beam 
name in a gazebo in the forest with that, <laughs> that kind of yeah. Break- why wouldn't that be the best show <laughs> like, of the night? Awesome. Yeah. 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 Give me one reason why that's not the best Tra- show. Tractor <laughs> beam and like tractor <laughs> beam and like one of those gravitron type. Fair yeah, like all tight and shit. Like, <laughs> guitar like dude, you just, up I mean, like, dude, those the way those things work though, they could just like look like that. The way those things work, the person in the middle is just spinning. Jam. Yeah, I so, think we just like, came it's up. like an amusement ride. Where, dude, we just like, came up with something. Yeah, like you got the band in the middle you know, and everybody else is trademarked. Trademarked. You ever seen that movie with Johnny Depp and Michelle Torre? When they grab me one, yeah. Yeah. I want to do another. Yes. I want to try the uh, the Fire. Targaryen. Yes. Yes. yes, I want. Yeah, let's take a break. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. We'll be right back with more electric chorus. <laughs> there you have it, folks. The podcast that continues to do strange and utterly weird things. This conversation picks up in episode two, which is coming as next episode of the podcast. So thank you for listening. Thank you to the Osiris Podcast Network. Thank you to Immaculate Seeds. Thank you to Crunk Mike and Vic Sobti. And we will be back next episode with the conclusion of Roundtable. We're mass communicating. We're mass communicating. We're mass communicating.